0: Happy New Year. It's EJ here, one of the co-hosts of Behind the Mask, and joining me today is Lori and T. This is episode 35, The Masks of Resolutions. Just a friendly reminder that anything discussed in this podcast is not to be used as a diagnosis or replacement for conversations with your own doctors, therapists, psychologists, or other medical professionals.
1: Well, um, tis the season to set a resolution a new year's resolution um yeah but got some statistics that that i found kind of disturbing (laughs) um 50 percent of new gym members cancel their membership by the end of january i believe it i I believe it was shocked you know a um, hundred and fifty-six million people will probably give up on whatever their resolution is before you can say confetti. That's not very long. It's like you write it down and out your mind. It's done. Okay, I wrote it down. I don't know. Forty-three percent of all people. Expect to fail. I I, we're gonna have to look at that one, T, a little more. But they expect to fail before February. And one out of four quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolutions. And only nine percent will successfully keep their resolutions. And we'll put the, you know, the links where I found that information, Um, EJ will do that, you know, our techie guru um, at the end, but we'll put those links in there and you can look at some of the articles that I read and I, I, ladies, I was just blown out of the water. The one that really got me and I, I know we, that's what we really want to address T is that 43% of all people expect to fail can you tell us a little more about that why i'm curious that sounds really
2: sad i think i think part of what we need to understand is why are people making resolutions <clears throat> what's the point of it why are they doing it are they doing it because that's what we do We make new year's resolutions. Um, It sounds nice to be able to say this year I'm gonna do things different, but do we give it much more thought than that? Like, well, this year my resolution is to not be late to work anymore. And that's it. That's all the thought I give it. Well, it's not gonna change. And I don't address what's causing me to be late. Um, or whatever it is that's brought on this desire to change. Um, I think we all have things we'd like to do differently or do better or uh, stop doing or whatever, but we don't really give it much more thought than that. And so there's no dedication to it. We don't have dedication to something we don't really truly expect to succeed.
1: You know, I think this is a good time. I looked up the definition of resolution. And I found it funny because I kind of found it a little contradictory, but it kind of makes sense with what you're saying. It says a firm decision. And then it says, or determination. And I'm like, oh, well, now that, okay, that doesn't sound that like so solid to me. I'm like, or I'm like, wait a minute, what happened to the firm decision, <laughs> you know, I just felt like the, the, or was like a, oh, okay, or this, you know, and I'm like, maybe that's because of that, maybe that's part of the reason it doesn't stick, and you mentioned some really good things about, you know, not identifying root causes of the things, and, um, I, I am, okay, I'll be careful. I'm very interested in getting this book that I have heard so much about. I may get it, I may not. I'm not making a resolution about it.
2: You haven't made a determination?
1: Yes, I haven't made a determination yet, but I have heard that, that many people have found success with a book called Atomic Habits, right? Yeah, Atomic Habits. And the thing that I've been told about this book and when I read online about it and what interested me is that it claims to to really help you get, like to set the right kinds of, and I know of goals rather than resolutions. And we're gonna talk more about goals later and why Mm -hmm. they can be more helpful. But I think the biggest thing I can think about is there's, there's no plan behind you. It, so at that point, I almost want to say it's more like a dream. I, I wish I could go to Disneyland this year, you know, well, yeah, I can wish I want to go to Disneyland every year, but unless I set a, make a budget and set aside the money and then buy the tickets and then do right. I'm like, um,
0: well and next year I'm gonna be saying the same thing. I wish I could go to Disneyland this year. So you said some things that kind of stood out and it, I've got a lot of thoughts on this because I resolutions have kind of come about in the last, I don't know, like 50, 60 years. It's like at the new year, there's something new you want to achieve. And 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 that's great to set goals, to set things you want to do. Unfortunately, we live in a society where it's we'll do it tomorrow. Like currently we're in a procrastination society. We're in a society that, yeah, we could do it today, but we'll just do it tomorrow because it's easier. And unfortunately that happens a lot. And then it's, well, we'll do it next year. Well then, so the new year comes around and that resolution's time. I personally, I don't know, for like the last 10, 15 years, I haven't set new year's resolutions. I've kind of given myself like the month of January to kind of see where... You know my month goes. What kind of direction I'm heading to kind of make a plan for like what I want to achieve. So I'm not doing it at January. I'm doing it like early February because then I'm like, okay, this is how so far it's going. So I'm gonna aim for this this year. Um, and you said something about the definition about being or determined, or determining determination
1: determination. Yeah.
0: Well think about like when we're determined to do something nothing is going to stop us so that's technically a firm thing like it is and it's funny because you say like i hear resolution and i hear resolute and then i hear nicholas cage in my head from the national treasure when they're talking about something in a resolution something that's firm um being like the constitution or the declaration of independence that kind of stuff right yeah so the things that are Like those have been determined to be parts of our country. So those are goals also. So to share a little bit, um, Lori and I in early uh, December joined a gym. We did some research, we considered the YMCA, we considered a few other gyms in our area. We decided on one that has um, amenities for both of us that we need or want. And they also have personal trainers. And we, when we first joined, they're like, okay, let's get you set up for your first session. And I ended up doing mine, Lori. Um, I can't remember the reason why she put, off, put it off for that day. Cause we were gonna do it together. And I met with this trainer and I'm like, this, this, I want this, this, this is what I want. And I wanna be healthier. I wanna be able to, you know, live longer. Um, and I don't want to fall into the pits that both my parents got because I know I've talked about it on the podcast. Both of my parents. My mom was heavier growing up; she was more my size and lost a lot of weight because she had to. My dad was a bigger guy; he never really did lose the weight, and I don't want to be that when I'm sixty or seventy years old. So I want to make the changes now that I can build those habits from. And like Laura, you were talking about that Atomic Habits book. A lot of that is because we we hear the phrase it takes thirty one or twenty one days to build a habit but it actually takes like 60 some odd days for it to actually stick. So, so that's like, more like
1: 90 days. Yeah.
0: 60 to 90 days for it to really stick. So it's it's a, it's a trying thing. It's a time. And so, you know, talking, I did my first two training sessions. I really love my trainer. He's awesome. You know, he, he was showing a lot, like, how do you achieve goals? what are your goals? I'm like, sure. There's the broad goals of, well, I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to lose 150 pounds. Well, how do I get there? Am I looking at the 150? Because that's a lot of weight to lose. Or am I looking at the first step, which is making it consistently to the gym? And Lori and I have been doing that every week, this entire month of December, you know, we're recording here on the last day of the month or the last you know week of the month. And we've made it consistently. We've made a plan. We found time in our, each, our day, a couple of days a week that we can make it to the gym. That consistency is going to be the start. And the next step on that ladder of achieving that goal is, are you doing exercises or are you just playing around? Are you willing to learn or are you just there to kind of do things? Because I see a lot of people going in and out of that gym. And sometimes I wonder what they're there for because I feel like they're just standing around, looking around, drinking their water. Then they'll do a little exercise or they'll do a stretch. And I'm not saying that that's wrong because everybody does things differently, but are you really working out? Do you really know how that machine works? Can you, you know So I'm choosing in the new year when I get my tax return to actually pay for additional training sessions because I want that accountability. I want to build that strength. And I may not lose a lot of weight right away because I know muscle weighs more than fat, but I also wanna be healthier. And the consistency that that's gonna bring that weekly session that I have with that person is gonna be so much easier and better for me than just, eh, we'll see, eh, I'll get there. But those stats about gym memberships, most gyms have $0 joining fees at the beginning of the year because everybody wants to join a gym because that's their goal. Along my resolution is I'm going to get healthy. And within two weeks of January, they're canceling their memberships because they just, they're not going to use them. And it's sad. So I'm glad that Lori and I did this in December because we didn't get into the bandwagon in January and then lose our focus because we both have determinations.
1: Well, and I will say this, you brought something up that I think is key and- i'm sure there's a psychological um, thing behind this but it was not easy for ej and i to join that gym in that financially we are not we're not flush with cash you know we you know we she's got a steady nine to five and i live on disability you know there's there's no more money. I can't stretch it any farther, you know. And and it was a oh, it was a huge decision for us to say we're going to make this investment and then we're going, you know. And so I think Well, and part to add to success, that investment
0: in ourselves because we're used to investing in everybody else. We're not used to investing in ourselves and our health. We're investing in we're used to investing in friends and family and doing things with them and, you know, the just normal we stuff. We even
1: talked about that. We were, we even had we're like, oh, should we be doing this? How many times on the podcast for-
0: do, yeah, and how many times on the podcast do we talk about self-care is just as important as taking care of other people? And how can we take care of other people and put our masks on first if we're not doing that? So, so- that was hard. I was not, I was like, I'm not going to spend, cause you know, you have to pay your first and last months and you have to pay the joining fee and all that. So there's a lot of fees. And next thing you know, I'm dropping like 150 bucks on this thing. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing?
2: <laughs> yeah. She almost, she almost backed out. She almost said, Lori, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was.
2: And if she yeah. had backed out, then she would have done it because she made a choice based because on the he, information he, she he, had. Yes, right. Yes. But let's go back to that
1: investment piece. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think psychologically is part of that? What does that do for a goal um, <clears throat> and being part of that 9% rather than the, the, what is it? 89% and don't I'm make
0: anyone.
2: Yeah. So, uh, kind of going back to a, a couple of things. First of all, I agree. We live in a procrastinating world. Like if, why do today what I can do tomorrow? Instead of why not do today what I could do tomorrow? I mean, if I can do it, why not just do it? Right. The other aspect of that is the things that we do do today are the things that give us instant gratification. So mm. I think that's a piece that needs to be considered is that um, oftentimes, like let's say I made a resolution that I'm going to cut back on chips. I choose that because that's you know one of my feeling seals. I like salt. Me too. Um, but what am I getting out of that? Now, if I don't stop and consider it and, and use that as part of my plan, I'm going to follow to the instant gratification of eating these chips because that makes me feel good right now if I'm not aware that I'm doing that. Um, but so, yeah, there's procrastination and then there's instant gratification and being able to train ourselves to be able to wait for the reward but we have to be careful because sometimes people really can get hung up on delayed gratification and get mm-hmm. really obsessive with that and then never really achieve it because they put it out too far and so mm-hmm. that can cut us off at our knees too so it's being able to set those goals where we can reach them and feel some gratification and some success to motivate us to continue so I think that a lot of what goes into not achieving our resolutions um, is one, why, are, again, why are we setting the resolution? Why, why are we doing it? Are we doing it because it's the thing to do at New Year's? Or Are we doing it because it's a true change we wanna make? And if it's a true change we wanna make, we're not gonna just do it at New Year's.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. And that's why I think I'm, I'm hung up and maybe that's why I've kind of avoided the whole new year's resolution, because if it's a change I want to make, I don't want to just say, I'm going to do it at the new year. I right. want to make that change and be the change when I want to make that change and not put it off because that is something like, I want to lose weight. I'm not going to wait until a specific day to say, you know, that's when I'm going to start. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and using New Year's as a tool isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just being no. aware of that. Because setting dates when you're setting goals are important. Like, let's say, true. if I want to uh, quit smoking,
0: mm-hmm. they
2: say, set a date. Yeah. Set, a, set a date to quit by. Or, you know, so any, any goal setting does involve going, okay, right. I need to do this at this point, this at this point, and we can use dates to do that. Now, sometimes hard dates are necessary and sometimes they're not. And so, um, and using New Year's as a way to help motivate you, I mean, I I can't, that's not necessarily bad. That's probably why 9% do, but if you look at that 9%, I would be curious to know if that 9% who successfully achieve their New Year's resolutions, if they're setting goals throughout the year as well, if New Year's is the only time they set those kind of goals for change or whatever, if they're doing it other times and how successful are they in general? Um, so and then my
1: favorite new R word is reevaluate. <laughs> or, and that's and super second, important. And my second is reflection. So mm-hmm. I think those Both are, those are two super, two, right? Yes. And in all the articles that I read, those two words were constantly coming up with yeah. how to be successful. And so they're
2: resolved, yeah. they reevaluate. And what was the other one? Reflect. Reflect. So they can do all those R's. Yep,
1: yep. And but I, I,
2: think-
1: I just really, yeah. I just, as a self-diagnosed perfectionist, um, not touching that O.T.D. <laughs> person. Reevaluation is often something that I've skipped in my life. Because well, that doesn't in in my perfectionist mind. I don't have time for that, and I don't need that because I'm. That's a, it. It's always been a negative thing for me. So I'm, I'm going to add. I'm going to
2: yeah. add another R. Okay. Realistic.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
2: So perfectionism yes. isn't realistic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have to. You have to have resolve. You have to have. Uh, you have to have resolution. You have to have reevaluation, reflection, and it has to be realistic. It has to be realistic. And so, when you go to reevaluate the situation, you're being realistic. Like, okay, so this didn't work out here, but what I did learn from that, I can apply here, and we can reevaluate and put it, put it, you know, get back on the action. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, AJ
0: well, and, and there's a lot to that, you know, <clears throat> like you're talking about being a perfectionist. I mean, I'm OCD, but my OCD does not, is not the same as somebody else's OCD. You know, it, it's, I can literally see a mess and it doesn't bother me. I just look past it. You know, that's just, and Lori, on the other hand, <laughs> looks I'm at the cringing, mess and freaks out. You know, and like, oh my God, I have to clean that. Um, but, I, you know, I, I've seen this before and my trainer showed it to me and he, he, drew two pictures, two ladders. The first ladder had a person standing at the bottom with three big rungs, like big distances in between each rung. The other ladder had a person at the bottom and there was little tiny slashes and lines and rungs every like couple of, you know, little spots. And he says, who's going to be more successful? I I love it. He says, and I said, well, the one that you know, has the multiple rugs. And he said, exactly. You can't go into the gym or any goal for that matter with the large goal in mind, because you're never going to achieve it, but you can do one thing. And one of the things that has stuck with me, and I encourage Lori with it is every day. You just have to get 1% better than you were yesterday. He says, that doesn't mean you have to do all 30 reps today, but if you can do 20, and then work to 22 and then 25 and then. Yes.
2: 30. Oh, says, you found a, a good one. He's- yeah. yeah
0: I love he's this. Good. He is I'm- so good. Yeah. Um, I, I, and he's got, he's got experience. He's got a person who's, um, he's been training with somebody who is my weight was my weight currently and is now down to the two fifty. So that's why he's like, I'm confident we can do this. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. Like I'm like, wow, somebody like gets it. And cause I've asked my doctors over the years, like, how can I lose some of this weight? What exercise? And they have no idea. And even he, my trainer said, he's like, he's like, I think doctors should do a whole session or semester on exercise. Cause he's, he's like, there's so many doctors that don't know a thing about exercise and what the good exercises are versus the other one. But just having him encourage that he's like, we don't want, he's like, it's good to have those goals. Like, okay, you want to lose 150 pounds. Well, let's focus on that first 50. And then, you know, but it's multiple things involved in that. And so when you're talking about dates, you're right. Dates are a great thing because you can lay out. Like I literally was just talking to somebody. He's a part of our church body. I was, I was worked with him in April and I hadn't really talked much with him since. And we just talked, um, cause I'm going to work with him for, again. And I was sharing that, you know, I have my novel that I'm working on editing, so I get it published. And he goes, okay, well, when are you going to publish it? He says, I don't know, sometime in 2023. And he's like, okay, no. He's like, you got you to put a date on that. He's like, you know me. He's like, I need dates. I was like, okay. So I gave him a date. He said, well, how are you going to get there? So what do you mean? He goes, well, what do you got to do first? What's your first step? I says, well, I guess I'm going to have to finally cave and let my VP read it, which would be Lori as editor-in-chief for the company, Lori is my you know second in command. And I'm like, I, it's, it's very hard for me to do that because that's like releasing that into the atmosphere. But he's like, okay, when are you going to do that? And I was like, okay, by January 1st, I will have it to Lori. I haven't done it yet, but I'm like, when I meet with him next, I want to do it. So I'm like, Lori, hold me accountable to that. Tina, hold me accountable because I want to do that. And I'm like, I just, I really appreciate my trainer as well as this guy that I was talking to. Cause I'm like, it's helping me change my mindset a little bit on that. And I am like, okay, let's stop looking at these little goals, these big goals and focus on the little ones, the realistic ones. Can I go to the gym three days a week? Yeah. That's realistic. You know, and, and we're working on, we're getting a routine down. We spend about an hour in the pool. We do exercises. Lori does laps and some exercises. I do cardio and different pool aquatic activities, you know, I'll get in the gym and I'll do some weightlifting and stuff when, you know, certain times of the month. So I'm not just doing pool exercises, but I'm active for an hour in the pool. And I feel like that is building consistency. It's building it's I've resolved myself to, I'm going to stick with this and I'm already seeing results. I mean, I've lost like five pounds at least since I last weighed myself. And there's, um, I see that as a success because it's happening. Um, and unfortunately some people like Tina was talking about the instant gratification. If I went in this and I said, I'm only lost five pounds. What I'm like, okay, my, and I was expecting 50. Yeah, that's, that's going to be super discouraging and it's going to pull me back. So, so how
1: do we work with some of those things, too? Yeah.
2: So when I'm working with clients on uh, goal setting and, and topics along this line, there's a few things. Uh, we've talked about a lot of them. So we've talked about resolution. We've talked about uh, realistic. We've talked about reflection and reevaluation. All those things are super important. I also heard another R word, which is routine. Uh, that's also, that's that setting goals, you know, timelines and stuff like that. And what am I going to do to get there? So some things that we're missing is,, um, first of all, do we know what it likes to do we, do we know what it looks like to have achieved that goal? Have we ever been in that position before? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we haven't. A lot of times, um, like, if I were to set a goal weight at this weight and I've never been there before, I don't know what that's going to feel like. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what my reaction's going to be. Uh, Mm. So I need to keep that in mind. So if we have any idea of what, and we don't know if we've succeeded unless we've been there before. How do we know we've succeeded? And that's what I often ask clients uh, because we set goals at the beginning of of my services with them is what do you want to achieve with counseling? Do you know what that looks like? Have you ever been there before or anything like it before? How will you know? How will you know that you've been, you made it? Uh, I've seen people set goals and they end up, shooting past it, which not necessarily a bad thing, but they don't know that they can stop and reflect and go, hey, I made it. So they don't get that sense of success. So that's one of the good things about setting those smaller goals, like that the the trainer said, you know, setting the many rungs. So that mm-hmm. each rung is is something you can stop and go, oh, I made this one. I can, mm-hmm. I can enjoy that. Like, whoa, I did it. Now mm-hmm. I feel good. I, I feel like I can do the next one. So mm-hmm. setting those smaller goals allows us to feel some success. Um, also goals should be measurable. It yeah. kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just saying. Mm-hmm. So if, if someone says to me, I just want to feel better. Well, what does that mean? How can we measure that? You know, what are you feeling right now? You know, so you got to kind of be able to, that's that uh, reflection, be able to sit in yourself and go, this is where I'm at right now. And I am experiencing this, this amount of time throughout the day or week or whatever. Um, and so I know what it is right now now I need to set a measurable goal of you know in you know in six months I want this to be 50 percent of that I want to like if someone's saying I'm feeling depressed and that depression is keeping me from going to my kids' um, events at school so I don't go I don't leave my house well when do you leave your house is often a question. And some, some people don't even go to the store, but they may say, go to the store. I'm like, okay, so how often do you go to the store? Well, I, I make it maybe once a week. Well, can we set a goal of going twice a week? You know, that's a measurable amount, um, right. you know, or make it to when's your child's next event at school? You know, can you make it to that event? And how long can you stay? Five minutes? Okay, that's five minutes more than before. So it's mm-hmm. setting measurable goals um, so that you're able to check in mm-hmm. and reflect and reevaluate how well you're doing at that. And then if you do stop and reevaluate, that's not a time to beat yourself up if you didn't make your goals. That's not that time. That's time to sit down back at the drawing board. What worked? What didn't work? Do I, do I think if I gave this more time, it would work? Okay, how much more time? So being very clear and concise about these things. Um, like we've talked about taking big goals, breaking down them down into doable steps is super important. But a lot of times we just go into it saying, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lose that 50 pounds, but I don't know what I'm going to do to get there. Uh, and so that is definitely a super
0: important part too.
1: Yeah. I think too, maybe we should, um. Uh, I think we we live in a, a so a procrastinating society that was interesting because I think you're right but also on the other side of that flip that coin over we live in a society that is very demanding and um, very driven and not critical. always in yeah and not always in a healthy way mm-hmm. and so sometimes and I guess I just wanted to bring this up because I I kind of felt bad for a little while um that perfectionist size gets me every time you know um, I stopped, I stopped setting resolutions, goals, you know, things like that. Um, I, because of my health, um, I had some serious, serious health things and I really had gotten to a point where for a while I just had to say thanks God for this day and I'll be grateful if tomorrow comes you know um you know I, I I've been a little too close to death too many times in the last decade and um I, I'm like the energizer bunny somehow I said get up and I go keep going forward but but I had to give myself permission because in this society, we, we, we don't like people that we have a way, we have languages and a vernacular in which we approach everything. And, you know, we, we talk about that at church, you know, do people even understand us because we speak in this very certain way, right?
0: No, yeah. And we I think we do that. that we use, right, yeah.
1: right. But I think we have that negative, but very driven and we don't even know that it's negative. Um, so I had to give myself permission
0: to just
1: be comfortable. My goal literally just, and I didn't even name it as a goal, but was just to focus on the, the next few hours in front of me. And that's And I didn't call it a goal or a resolution or a a decision. It was just, I had to really, really, really bring it down to very small. And, but I guess I, I wanted to share that because I want people to know that that's okay. It doesn't, no matter what goals you're setting, no matter what you're doing, it doesn't have to be, I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, It could just be, let me enjoy each day. And then maybe thinking about how I'm going to enjoy each day. Wake up and, you know, I I did it the other day and I even made a little post on Facebook. I'm scrolling through this thing and I had a really rough night and I saw this cheery good morning flower picture and I'm like, I don't know if it's a good morning. This is not good, (laughs) you know? And then I, I stopped myself and I'm like, okay, well, how could I make it good? Okay, so I had my cup of coffee because that's important to me. Gotta stop <laughs> refuel, if you will. But I also had a little quiet time and I said a little prayer. And I was already feeling better. And you know, I made a little post about it because I wanted to encourage people and I got a lot of great responses on it. And I said, my day didn't start out to be that great, but I'm going to choose from this point forward. And that's that reflection piece, you know, that I reevaluating that I was never, never very good at. Um, and I feel like I'm engaging in that. And so now that it's weird because now that I'm getting healthier because of all the, these other choices that I've made and wonderful modern technology and medical advancements, I'm you know I'm gonna be a bionic woman. I think by the time I'm done with all of this, but um, this year I went. Do I want to make a New Year's resolution? Like, it was the first time I I thought about it in probably more than five years. And I, I was like, why did you stop making them? And so then, I, and that's why we're doing this podcast because I, I really have been reflecting on that and my life and my dreams. And, and I'm learning with my new emotional toolbox that I'm filling up to, to break things down, to stop, you know to evaluate, to measure, have measurable things going, have specific things going, um, and it's really kind of great, because T, you kind of hit on it just a little bit, I, I'm learning how to celebrate the little stuff, you know, and be excited, you know, so much so that I didn't even realize that I'd hit a huge, you know, milestone in my weight loss. I have literally lost an entire person. I was, I'm sitting there in my counseling yesterday and I'm talking about it and I'm like, it's a whole person. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in high school, that's what I weighed, you know? And I was like, well, shit, about five pounds less than that. But I, I just was like, you gotta be kidding me. And I hadn't even, like you said, I breezed right past it. And I wasn't even thinking about it. And I did the math and I stopped and I went, holy cow, Lori, you know, I, I've lost 140 pounds, a whole person. There's, there's a, I had a whole person right here attached to to my body and it's not there (laughs) now. And I needed to celebrate that.
0: Yeah. I, and I think, yeah, I think I it's important to celebrate those. <clears throat> yeah, it is. And I think it's important to, I want, I want to make sure the listeners are catching on to what we're saying is that my goals are not Lori's goals. Lori's goals are not Tina's goals. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of people will look at resolutions in a group group setting and say, well, they made four resolutions. Why did I only make one? Or their goal is to lose 50 pounds. Why is my goal to lose 20? So we have to remember Every goal we set for ourselves is relative to ourselves and not, we should not be comparing ourselves to other people. We should Um, never be comparing ourselves (laughs) to other people. Lori and I were talking last night, you know, about, I, I don't mind teasing myself about my weight and, you know, making it obvious that I know the jokes out there about bigger people because I'm confident in my skin and I'm proud of who I am. Lori has a different perspective on it, but I've grown to love myself for who I am. So I think that's part of why it's been hard for me to pursue losing weight because I'm afraid of what I might look like when I lose 150 pounds. And I, you know, I watched my mom lose a lot of weight and her cheeks were starting to sink in, and her, she just looked thin and she just didn't look healthy. And
1: she was also sick. And she, well,
0: no, this was before she had the cancer. This, but, but when she, yeah, when she lost the, when she started losing weight because of the cancer, yes, she did look very pale and sickly. But it's so for me, it's just like, I don't know what my weight would look like at my goal weight right now <laughs> like I don't know what I would look like because I don't remember a time I was ever at that weight because I you know as I've talked I've been this way all my life I was teased in elementary school and high school I heard the snickering I heard the the funny jokes and so uh now I I kind of joke about it and Lori's like that's stupid you shouldn't be doing that I that's just you know it's like I hate teasing and it was just because Lori's not that way you know and And I understand like Lori growing up was not overweight. She was, she, so she grew up differently. Her weight came when she was older as an adult. Mine has been there since I was, you know, born, you know, so we have different perspectives. So her perspective is from somebody who was kind of overweight later in life, whereas mine is, you know, so, and I, that's why I'm like, I'm bringing it up because I want to say that like, we have to remember our goals may not look like somebody else's but they may be mo- as important, if not more important for us. Mm-hmm. And I so like that.
1: caveat that I will add, because I was a part of that conversation, is that I do believe in the power of the right words and building up. And you don't get that when you're shaming or teasing or being like it's, that's never gonna go up those rungs. That doesn't bring you up the rung. And that I just wanted to clarify, that's really what I have a problem with is when it doesn't help you go up the rung. I'm, I, I understand that there are people that are more comfortable with teasing than I am or, but shame is never a healthy thing,
0: it's just not. And it's not. It's it just what I have. I don't see what I'm doing it. for me as that because I have a different mindset than you do. Yeah. So yeah. If, I, I know I mean, our perspectives are. It's not like yeah. I. No, I, I get, I get it. it.
1: The people joke and tease and whatever. I yeah. hate. I said it last night. I hate a fool's day yeah. because I've seen <laughs> so many people end up in tears or mad or. And again, frustrated and I don't like that. that you know? Exactly.
0: And, and that's our perspectives. different perspectives so everybody's going to have different perspectives on their goals their resolutions and some may say i'm i don't call it a resolution i call it a goal and some may say well i call it a resolution and that's okay too because whatever word you want to use exactly so long as you can make it work for you and we're certainly
2: not saying don't set resolutions right don't do new year's resolutions because they can be fun Mm -hmm. and they can be productive we're just talking about why sometimes they're not yeah. So a, a couple of things that I've noticed as as uh, we've been going, and maybe it's just in my head, but we've got a lot of R words. <laughs> so yeah. I want to go back over that. Yeah, right. let's go back right. over that. Right. We started off with, with resolution. Resolutions are great. It's resolve. It's 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 that. And then we talked about um, reevaluate and reflection. And then we talked about routines. And we talked about um, reasons, we didn't call it that, but what are our reasons? Because that's important. Like EJ was just saying, what, is our re- what are our reasons for this? And it's only important to us. It's not important. It's not about what others think of our reasons. They're our reasons.
0: That, yeah, and it doesn't mean that somebody can't encourage you right. like, to hold you accountable. That's different right. than, you know, yeah.
2: Right. So then we also have redefine. We need sometimes to redefine success. Sometimes we need to redefine uh, how we approach things um, or what the results, like I said, success. So that's really important. Another one that came up for me uh, based on what was being said was refuel. Sometimes we need to stop and refuel. Like we need that. to take care of ourselves. We need to uh, just, just rest and refuel.
1: Um, that's a huge part of self-care, mm-hmm. right? And putting that oxygen mask on. Sometimes we need the oxygen mask and it's so important to remember to put it on yes. ourselves and not, you know, because, you know, you. I've shared many times in this podcast and everybody who knows me, you know, I run around trying to save the world, you know, here, here, have an oxygen, have an oxygen. You know, um, my counselor will often say, would you talk to yourself like that? And I'd be like, well, or would you talk to your grandchildren like that? And I'm like, no. Well, then why would you talk to yourself like that? And I was like, thanks for that reminder. Right. You know, so yeah, you we do, we have to, I love
2: that refuel. I like that. Yeah. And then okay, what all this kind of boils down to for me is uh know and own the why. Why are we doing know and it. own it? It's ours. nobody else's and then honor who we are in the process Mm, yes (gasps) but we can't do that unless we know who we are (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) you mean you mean if we're constantly running away and and not dealing with those things we won't (laughs) yes sometimes
2: sometimes uh sometimes we just think we know and we just do everything on the fly because that's the pressure we're under uh, but we forget sometimes the why. That's and not part of that culture
1: are. that I was trying to reference. I, it, that I don't feel is the, it's a dark side and unhealthy side of the culture that we live in. It's, we're not supposed to stop and reflect. You just keep going. You just keep, you know, and not that keeping going and putting one foot in front of the other is, is a bad thing. You just have a place. Resolutions are not bad, but, there's a lot of things that go into those resolutions that if you don't engage, and then that's why they're not working and that's why they're not sticking. And, and then it can become a negative big mess. And then you just give up and become part of the 90% of people that don't
2: make it. And that's another thing, make it fun, have fun with it. I mean, sometimes we just take ourselves way really too seriously and judge ourselves so harshly that we forget to have fun. And if we're having fun, mm-hmm. man, it's just, we'll we'll set another one and we'll do another one because it was fun. Not always easy, but fun. <clears throat> so I'm gonna- Yeah, you and I need
1: to um, get together on one of those uh, commitments that I made now. It'll depend on my next surgery, but we need to go dancing because dancing. I'm there. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah have to be careful right now with the knee recovery but you know right twisting the knee doesn't really work right this moment
0: so i'm going to dive into i i don't tend to do this but i'm going to dive into this so i want to talk a little bit about the golden circle it's a simon sinek uh s-i-n-e-k uh has this theory called the golden circle and There's, imagine three circles inside of each other. The outside circle is called the what circle. The inside, the middle circle is called the how circle. And inside that is the why circle. So the what represents everything on the planet, what they do, the organizations. This is often used in business because the goal is to figure out what your business has. It's why, what is your why? How do you get there and what are you doing? So, um, you know, for a business per se, it's the what is what you're selling, what you're doing, what, who you work with, the how is how they do those things, how they make the products, how they do the things. So for us in the discussion we're having is what are we talking about? We're talking about the resolutions, all these R's that we're talking about, redefinement, re, uh, routines, reflection, results, refueling, resting, then how do we get that? What, what is that looking like? Are they easy? Are they hard? Are they challenging? Do we need accountability? And then the why being why we're doing it. Are we doing it for our health? Are we doing it so we can be there for our family? Or are we trying to do it for other people? Because if you're trying to do a goal, if you're setting a goal, because you want to do it for somebody else, more than likely you're gonna be in that 91% that fails at it because you're not doing it for the right reasons. And that's where this why comes in. And I'll put a link into this, uh, the whole kind of article about the golden circle because we mm-hmm. actually did an entire year at church in Tacoma four or five years ago and the whole f- year was called No Why. Trying to narrow in on what our why was for our faith and our spirituality. So in this case, what's our why for why we're making these resolutions or setting goals? Um, and, I, and I love that kind of golden circle because that's what we were talking about. Why are we doing it? How are we going to get there? And I what know what will it look like. What will it look like? And kind of also, there's I can't. One of you might be able to remember it, but there's when you set goals or something, they have to be actionable. And there's some other I, I don't remember the other terms. Measurable.
1: Measurable. measurable. Um, and, and attainable or realistic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it had an acronym that went along with it or something yeah. like that. So I'll have to find it because those are also things because when you want to set goals, you want to have something that's like, you want to have accountability. You want it to be something that you can do and you want to lay out the actual steps for it. You want it to be manageable, things that you can do. You're not going to eat the whole cake at once. You're going to eat a bite at a time. Maybe. (laughs)
1: Sorry, that was a bad description. I'm going to bring that down. I'm going to have a quarter of a piece of a cake and just love that one bite
0: because that's about all I can get down now Well, and I'd rather say that than I think the traditional one is how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time and I hate talking about that because like you don't eat you don't want to like, eat an elephant not, yeah. I don't want to eat an elephant
1: either it sounds disgusting yeah. and what are we doing and how
0: cruel right. <laughs> but again the whole it's because it's a giant thing how do we get there it's one thing at a time and that again that was like the ladder that my trainer was showing me was like the big steps or do we look at the little steps those are the actionable manageable steps that I can get to um so these kind of all correlate and kind of boil Mm -hmm. down to kind of what this discussion is all about I think
1: one of the I think one of the biggest things I'm learning and I I I'm watching you know my partner over here EJ learning it too is that once we do those steps, because those are for us, right? I think another huge key to success is then recognizing and knowing that we're not alone in, mm-hmm. in what we're doing. And that there are, we, we do have roommates, friends, siblings, um, you know, trainers, doctors we were not yes we have the very first thing in making these things successful is is that why for ourselves but then we do have to I think a huge part of the success piece is realizing that like you said EJ uh, you had one day where you weren't going to do it I had a day where yesterday I was like I'm not going I'd already said in my head I'm not going I'm not going. I'm too tired. This is not going to work. We don't have enough time. I mean, I, I came up with 50 million reasons not to go get in that pool yesterday. And I finally was like, well, you're out of time. So are you going? And I went, you know, and of course I love that I went, whatever. But part of the reason I felt that I had that success is I have a partner in this with me who, who is along that journey with me. And No, we don't have to have the same goals, you know, the exact same goals, but currently you find someone that has a similar thing and then you go on that journey together. We're part of a community. What's what's that phrase that, you know, I think it was the Clintons that came up with or, you know, it takes a village to raise people, you know, a, a child. I think the same thing my other caregiver um, and I were chatting and we were both talking about how we don't talk to our neighbors the way you know we used to we don't we don't stop we don't there's all these things where we community is almost being wiped out and that could be a whole nother thing but I want to focus on the do you're not alone and it's okay to ask for help. And it's okay. You know, I, yesterday, my PT had asked me to try something in the pool. Oh man, I was trying and EJ's, you know, down the other end doing her thing. And I, I was getting frustrated. I stopped like, okay, just see if Aaron can, you know, come help you. So I called out and I'm like, when you get a minute, can you come help me with something, you know? And so she came down and we realized, nope, that thing wasn't gonna work, but we found some other things that did work and a different way to do it. And but I wouldn't have thought of those things on my own. And so it's so great to have a partner down at the other end of the pool doing right. her thing that I could I could, you know, come in there with different ideas and different mm-hmm. things. I just think it's so important to remember. We're not alone, and we actually do better when we do it with someone, um, with our family. With you know, once we determine that why, then we got to open up. I think.
2: Is there a psychological thing with that, T? <laughs> well, um, no, I think I think it's just knowing. Uh, I think people assume that to be strong, we must do it on our own. strong people have strong people around them
0: right
2: so i think uh i I think that you know that is a whole topic by itself is when you know why do we think sometimes we have to go it alone uh what is it what is that all about but i do think it is definitely something that we do need to keep in mind when we're making plans we're making goals is um when we're looking at the how how are we going to get there sometimes the how is who. Who am I going to do who's it now? Yeah, who's going to go with? Who's going to help? Who can do this? Who can do that? Uh, the best leaders know how to do that.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think that's a great ending point. So, and I think, I, I know all of us, you know, want to wish you uh, Happy New Year's. Um, we do wish you all the best in making your New Year's resolutions if you choose to set them. Um, Or, you know, whenever you choose to make these goals, we, we hope you have success. And, um, you know, um, if you're close with us, I'm sure any one of us would want to help you on that journey. So definitely reach out and please continue to let us know the topics that you want us to, to be approaching and I think we definitely need to go back to near future into this whole community thing and and um you know uh, I think it would be
0: an important issue to come back to so
1: thanks for listening
0: to us. I feel like the massive community could be a future topic. (sighs) Yes. (laughs) Uh. All right, just a friendly reminder that anything we discussed in this podcast is not to be used as a diagnosis or a replacement for conversations with your own doctors, therapists, psychologists, or other medical professionals. This episode is available on YouTube and most major podcast platforms. And if you're not a subscriber, we'd love for you to be one. So don't forget to like and click subscribe button to keep up with our upcoming episodes. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Behind the Mask PC. You can also email us for feedback and future episode ideas like Lori suggested at behindthemaskpc at gmail.com. Links to myself, EJ, Lori, and T are in our description box. And on behalf of the ladies and myself, have a happy new year and thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye!